For years, I was so fed up with shampoo, I just stopped washing my hair. I quit completely. I was so sick of poofy, frizzy, limp hair, distorting my natural oils. Until a few months ago, I found Modern Mammals, and it changed everything. And by the way, right now you can visit modernmammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. So check that out. So look, I heard about this through the podcast, and before I agreed to advertise, they sent it to me, and I was reluctant. But let me tell you, I should not have been. This stuff is absolutely magical. My hair felt better, smelled way better, and most importantly, looked better. And I know it will do the same for you as well. It doesn't have those hair-ruining chemicals like other products, and it doesn't leave any leftover residues. It works. Don't believe me? Go read their awesome reviews online as well. Go to ModernMammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. Again, that's ModernMammals.com for 10% off with promo code LSS. Don't forget to use our promo code LSS so they know we sent you. Hey Shane, how are you doing? Hey Mike, good, how are you? I'm great, living the dream. Living the dream, as every week. Is that your like catchphrase? Uh, it kind of is. I started saying it when I like first started working like 10 years ago, and it just has stuck, and it's just my generic response now. Okay, yes. I, I maybe detect a slight bit of sarcasm in there? I don't know. I mean, it's one of those things where you keep wanting to stop saying it but you just subconsciously do it and then whenever somebody says you're always living the dream you're like man i do really say that all the time <laughs> well when we were recording the discovering the waterfront silverstein album we were working with cameron webb in california and he had like a studio co-owner that he owned these two studios with and mm-hmm. this dude was kind of like helping us out, you know, well, like letting us in and stuff. And also he'd like engineer for us sometimes. And every morning before we started working, I had to call him and he would answer the phone every single time. He would go, very proud of you. And I'd That's go. That's pretty great, though. Uh, I'd go, yeah, hello. Uh, and he'd be like, hey, hey, man. Uh, yeah. So what time are you, are you coming in? And it was never addressed. And then about the third or fourth time it happened, I was like, why do you say that? And he got all weird and never answered me. So I asked Cameron, and Cameron's like, oh, yeah, he's mm-hmm. just fucked up. He, like, has to say it every time you, you, he answers the phone. It's like a, like a tick. Yeah, and that's how I feel like it is for me. Like, whenever people ask how I'm doing, just what it is. But that's, that's great, though. I love that. Like, you answer the phone, and I'm proud of you. Like... <laughs> Who, who, Very if you need a little you. encouragement yep. in these tri- like in these trying times, like helps you keep going a little bit. Yeah. Well, this was 2005. This, these were the glory days, man. There was, we, oh yeah, f- viruses. Forget about it. 
We didn't even have them on our computers yet. It was great. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they were around there still. <laughs> I know, I know. Well, Mike, let's uh, let's talk tunes, man. Um, this is kind of tunes. a big week, I think. Maybe the first, you know, real big week we have, and I'm it I'm is. pretty excited to see what you picked. Um, but first, let's talk about the number one release of last week, which was an EP from E Callboy. Yeah, I don't know. I really loved it. I think that the new songs, the three that they released, um, Hypa Hypa, Hate Love, and MC Thunder 2, they were all bangers. I loved what the new singers bring to the table. Um, The two tracks that were re-recorded off of their first EP, I wasn't sure last week if they were going to be straight-up re-records or if they were like a play on the versions, but they were straight-up re-records. Uh, I really like those versions as well. It's great to hear those with kind of modern production. And I really like the acoustic version of their song Prism off the last album. But w- what were your kind of thoughts listening to this? Well, to be honest, I didn't listen to it. Uh, I listened, <laughs> I heard Hypa Hypa, obviously. And I think the MC Thunder video, I caught that one. And then I yep. don't know. I just kind of went about my week. And uh, yeah, I didn't listen to it. So um Understandable. Understandable. I don't know, but it doesn't sound like I missed a lot if it's just one other additional new song. So uh, such is life, I guess. Yep. And I did listen to something else that we said we were going to talk about this week. Oh, yeah? The new Marilyn Manson album. Oh, my. (laughs) Is that a good laugh or a bad laugh? That's a bad laugh. I did not enjoy this record. It was really, really boring in my honest opinion. And no country songs? Because I noticed he's wearing a cowboy hat in some of his latest promo photos. And and this is where, I'm going to be honest, I got about halfway through it and I stopped because I had other things going on and I just forgot to get back to it. Um, I didn't hear a country song, (laughs) but that that would have at least grabbed my attention a little bit more than what he did have on there. Hmm. Okay. Well, you don't always get them right, I guess, Mike. Uh... You know, yeah, it's hard. I mean, that was only one single was released, too, I guess, right? So, yeah. Okay, well, let's move on. We got a big week. Let's get started talking about it. Kick it off. All right. So, number five, I am going to mess this up because this is Swedish and I don't know how to pronounce it, but I want to say it's the new album Vred by Fintroll. Okay. Fintroll is a folk metal group out of, as I said earlier, Sweden. Uh, This is their first new music in seven years, which is awesome. Um, They were kind of coming in with that initial boom of like death and power metal that was happening in the early 2000s. Bands like Ensafirum, Teresa's, uh, Moonsaro, Monomarth, things like that. And uh, from the singles I've heard, they're really coming back strong and not really changing much up with their sound, which I think is a good thing. I absolutely love this band. I think they're one of the best bands to come out of the genre. They're interesting. They take tinges of other genres and mix it in with folk metal as well, like a, a little bit of black metal. And um, they've got a couple like the occasional kind of breakdowny portion. And I'm really excited for this album. Have you ever listened to any folk metal things like that? <sighs> Yeah, like, um, what is that band? Teresis or Teresis? I never knew how to say it. Yeah, uh, I think they're from Finland. I have a couple yep. of their records. And I'd say that, that the next thing that I get into is like Ale Storm. And as we both know, that's a little oh, different. 
<laughs> but I love Ale Storm. I absolutely love. And and I would say these guys, um, they do have a little bit of the kind of the Ale Storm tinge. Like they're a little bit ridiculous at times too, and they overemphasize the kind of folk aspect. And so when you expect something to be, oh man, now would be a really good time for a guitar solo. Nope, he's just gonna rip on like a hurdy gurdy or a dulcimer for like thirty seconds, and <laughs> that's kind of what it is and it's awesome though right like you never know what might come right like there's so it's so yep. unexpected no i just pulled it up and they in their promo photo here they're all wearing elf ears yep or i guess troll ears is maybe what i don't know do trolls have crazy ears probably but it's I funny because so. as you look across the photo and there seems to be seven guys in this band, the ears keep getting bigger and bigger and more ridiculous. So uh, <laughs> I could see them having a little bit of humor, maybe not quite on Ailstorm level, but I like when metal doesn't take itself too seriously. So uh, exactly. I'll definitely check this one out. Awesome. I'm glad. Number four? Number four. So now... I need to make a statement like this is in no particular order. I am excited for all four of these next albums pretty equally. They are all heavy hitting bands from our scene and they are all uh, kind of breakout albums in a way, I think, for a lot of them, which is always exciting. Yeah. Uh, Bands that I think could go from headlining uh, maybe 800 to 1000 cap rooms, depending on like major cities and stuff like that to moving up to kind of like the bigger rooms, I think, like the 1500 cap, things like that. Right. Um, they might go from playing I'm, their living rooms on a live stream to maybe uh, an actual venue on their live streams. Exactly. And <laughs> one of these guys actually, one of these bands actually did. So we can talk about that in a minute. I don't mean that they can't play actual venues on a live stream now. I just, because there's no shows, it's just so funny to make that comparison, you know? Oh, oh yeah. God. Like, from an empty living room to an empty venue. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, number four, this one I'm going to put out uh, is uh, it's a little post hardcore kind of emo band from California called Movements. Oh, yes. Are you familiar with Movements? Am I familiar with Movements? Yeah. Oh, of course I'm familiar with Movements. Jeez. We toured with them back actually with Good Charlotte. We both opened up for Good Charlotte back in 2017. And, okay. you know, they were on the Warp Tour a couple times. Yep. And my friend Ira, we always talk baseball because he's a big Angels fan. So we're always texting about uh, about baseball. And they're a great band. You know, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. They've seemingly been around for so long, but this is only their second album. I know. And I think it's because uh, the last album, Feel Something, came out 2017. I want to say even early 2017. And... They kind of disappear as far as releases go, I've noticed. Uh, They'll release something and then just kind of fade away. I mean, amazing band, though, and this was one of my favorite albums in 2017. Um, And they've got a way of doing this thing, too, where they release these singles. And I'm kind of met on two of the singles. I really love the newest one, Tunnel Vision. But I felt the same way with the last album, and... When I listened to it as a whole, it really came together and it was a beautiful picture. And I think this album's going to do the same thing for me where it's just going to all hit at once. I think so too. They're one of those bands, right? Yeah. Like they don't put out an album every year and a half. Um, they don't, you know, they mm-hmm. take everything that they do very seriously, seemingly, and knowing them a little bit and their personalities 
that is them. So I think that yep. I'm surprised this is actually so low on your list. I know you had the disclaimer of, okay, all four of these records are kind of could all be number ones on any given week. Um, but yeah, this this being a number four is crazy because I don't want people to miss this one. You know, I think this is going to yeah, be exactly. this could be you know album of the year material, um, just like their last record was. Yep, and this is that's definitely the statement too. Like all of these albums, I'm probably going to rate them at the end of the year as a ninety plus out of a hundred. Like I'm very excited for every single one and. This one just because I, the way I decided to do it is I did it based off the singles, and this one I'm just least hyped on the on the singles, but coming together, it might be the best out of this entire week. Who knows? Yeah, absolutely, I could see it. All right, what's that album called? Uh, it's called No Good Left to Give, which great album title. It is pretty good. I like, like that. Oh. I like that. All right, let's go on number three. All right, so number three out of Dallas, Texas, uh, with their new album, The Path, it's metalcore. Up, I, I want to say up-and-comers, but they've been around kind of in the back, like background of the scene for a while, uh, Fit for a King. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't call them up-and-comers at all anymore. I mean, I think the last couple of releases, they've really showed they have a strong fan base, and mm-hmm. they're a really good band, you know? Um, you know, I think early on... They really, it was like they're this Christian band and everyone wanted to talk about that. And now I think that yep. they've broken away from that a little bit. I'm not, no, I don't mean in terms of their beliefs or anything, just in terms of the fact that mm-hmm. there's a lot more to talk about, uh, you know, and how yeah. good their music is and how talented they are, other rather than just, rather than just, you know, whatever labels you want to put on them. Mm-hmm. And by breakout, I didn't mean like, oh my God, everybody's going to know about them from now on. I mean, uh, whereas a couple of weeks ago, we talked about ERA and how their breakout and they could possibly be kind of like the next ABR or something like that. I feel right. like Fit for a King is kind of on that precipice. Where oh, they're right there. If this, if this album hits, which I think it's going to, they're going to be one of the kind of the scene leaders for metalcore right now. And I'm going to be honest, I have heard most of this album. Uh, Last week on Thursday, they actually did an album release live show filmed at a venue. Uh, It was awesome. Um, Basically, from what I've heard, I've only disliked one song. And that was one of the singles uh, locked in my head. I think it feels a little radio rocky for the band. But overall, I think this album's going to be incredible. Um, I think Vendetta is going to be on a lot of people's song of the year lists when it comes out it's incredibly heavy i'm very excited for people to hear this it's very interesting that you said that about locked in my head because i well you know i know those guys pretty well and i you know i'll check check Mm -hmm. out their new stuff from time to time and i think that that song's really good i i didn't get like a oh here's our attempt at radio rock vibe at all i just thought that it was a really great song and i was surprised with of, of course how much clean singing is in the song but for me that it brought that band to a new level and i think that Mm -hmm. people are really gonna like that song when it comes out and uh i think you're gonna be wrong mike yeah i mean and that's just my personal opinion on it i like fit for a king when they're heavy like i like songs like bat or backbreaker um death grip things like that um some of the other singles that they put out like god of fire and breaking the mirror i like those and 
I think if you're a fan of metalcore, there's things that everybody can kind of love. You've got kind of the little bit more radio friendly songs like that, but you've also every album, you know, you're going to get one or two that just throw you on the ground. Right. Well, this is what is this their fifth album or something? I mean, yes, yeah, so, uh, something crazy like yeah, that. like like they've been at it for a minute, you know. And I think there comes a time, especially when we're talking about metalcore bands, where I think you got to mm-hmm. take some chances. You know, you got to evolve. You got to live a little bit, or you're just going to fall oh, in yeah. the same. In the, you're going to fall in that trap of making the same record, you know, every two years, and I think it's going to get very stagnant. So I applaud them for for you know taking some chances, trying something different, especially since I know their fan base can be maybe a little stuck in their ways. So uh, I applaud them for that. Yeah, and I agree with that. Um, I'd love taking risks as long as they're calculated and not just, hey, we should make a radio rock record for the fact of, or for the sake of making radio rock, right? I mean, they're still who they are on this these singles and from what I've heard of the record, and I think it's going to be great, and I'm still really excited for it. Okay. Number two already. Here we go. Number two, a little pop punk band out of Chicago, Illinois, uh, Knuckle Puck is dropping a record called 2020. Yes. I wouldn't call them a little band at all. They're pretty fucking massive. No. And this is hugely anticipated for a lot of people, including myself. I loved Shapeshifter, their second oh, album. Yeah. and Phenomenal. Yes. And I just had Joe on the podcast. I guess it was last week. You know, so we it talked was. in depth. Uh, I encourage everyone to go back and listen to that. You know, to kind of get some insight on this album. What have you heard about this album, Mike? You know, from from maybe the the outside. So from the outside, I haven't really heard a lot besides the uh, couple singles that I've heard. Um, I know there's kind of been a lot of intrigue around this album because this was one of the first albums that was announced uh, right towards the beginning of this whole pandemic situation and they just kind of open-ended said hey here's some pre-orders we put out a new song we don't honestly know when this album's going to drop and just kind of let it hang there and i i thought that was an interesting move because i expected the instant this started happening every single band that didn't have something already coming out was just going to keep their mouth shut until it started to clear up yeah but Shapeshifter was also, what, 2017, I think? So they hadn't released music in a while, and they really wanted people to get a hold of something, which I definitely appreciate. Yeah, totally. I mean, you got to put something out, I think, right? I mean, especially when, you know, the whole band life and what we do, you know, as as live, we're Mm -hmm. touring, or active artists, it's all changing, right? And if you're talking yep. about the only thing you have out is songs from 2017, like that's your latest album, you know, it probably does feel a little stale mm-hmm. when you're just doing, you know, renditions of that now, three years later. So I, I get, you know, um, I get why you'd say, you know what, this has got to come out sooner or later. People are sitting at home. Let's put it out. And you know, it, yep. it's it's funny now because it's like been six months, right? So here it is yeah. finally. And they had really cool initial pre-order numbers. Like um, I'm a huge vinyl record collector. And when they first announced it, I know a lot of my friends were tentative because they're like, I don't even know when I'm going to get this record, right? Right. And But I saw 
oh, one of 200 pressing for knuckle puck, you know, I'm going to hop on that. Like, so it's all these kind of like little cool things that they did. I also love the guitar pedal. I know you guys talked about that on yeah. the cast as yeah, well. Yeah, we did. Like, so cool. Such a cool pre-order item. I A little expensive for my blood, but really cool. Yeah, I, I um, love it too. I love it too. And this album, I think, is really going to take people by storm. I mean, I love their last album so much, so I have very, very high expectations. Mm-hmm. Hopefully they will be met when I hear the entire record, because I actually haven't heard the whole record yet. So um, yeah, oh. I'm, I've just heard the singles as well. So I'm really excited. I Talking to Joe about it, it seems like this album is going to be a little bit more like their first album, which is definitely okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, yeah. they, they kind of said this is like going to be kind of like a feel-good album. So, you know, that's uh, that's kind of not what you'd expect in 2020. You'd expect maybe something no, a little darker. It's, it's kind of what we need, though. Right. <laughs> I agree, man. I agree. All right, well, we're going to get to the number one album after this. And we're back, Mike. How was that? Did you enjoy that commercial? I love that commercial. I mean, <laughs> I don't know what it was about, but I love all the commercials. <laughs> well, it's funny because sometimes there's commercials and sometimes there isn't. So I always wonder when people are like, wait a second, they're back. They didn't go anywhere. So if that was you just got now some, listening to this, then uh, yeah, that's for you. That's I've, for you. Hon- I've honestly got Spotify Premium, and that's how I listen to all my podcasts. I don't think I've gotten a single commercial on my podcast. It it's just always like there's not even a break. You just go straight to it. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Well, there you go. All right, Mike, give it to me. What is the number one most anticipated album this week? So my most anticipated album. It's a and you're probably going to notice this. I love pop punk bands out of Australia recently. <laughs> um, it's the new album Self Care by Yours Truly. Yes. Have you ever heard of these guys? Yeah, I have. Um, I I guess we're on the same record label. Uh, I think that's how you I are. first heard of them. And yeah, it just was kind of the, the sort of thing where it kept popping up in my Instagram feed. And I was like, mm-hmm. huh, this is like cool. And I, I feel like I saw more pictures of them at first than I heard their music. And then one day, I think it was like a clip, like a little video clip. And I was like, oh, okay, this is mm-hmm. like actually sick. So I've been listening to the band, I feel like, since they kind of got started. And this yep. is their debut full length, right? Yep, they've got a full length and two EPs out, which I was looking at this because I always love the Spotify monthly listeners and everything. How many monthly listeners do you think they have with only having two EPs and four singles from a full length out? Oh, I have no idea about monthly listeners. I I, I am constantly baffled at how some bands have so many and other bands have so few. I don't. uh, Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. So I'm not good to judge. But but you tell me. They have over 200,000 monthly listeners right now, which is absolutely crazy because like I I like to go and like look at everything else too. 17,000 likes on Facebook. Like, where are all these people coming from? Playlists? Who knows? But I am, I've been listening to this band since around 2018. They put out a single called High Hopes that yeah. I just absolutely love. I heard that song, immediately fell in love with the band. Um, I was so happy I got to see them for the first time last year at Riot Fest because they were on, on tour with Senses Fail. Oh, cool. 
absolutely amazing live as well. I'm super excited for this band. I'm super excited to hear this first full length. They've got that kind of like almost 2010s pop punk feel to it still, where they're not adding a lot of effects, things like that. They're just, hey, we're going to write some catchy riffs and write some catchy vocals and let it roll. Yeah, I agree with you on that. It isn't super gimmicky, you know? And I think, you know, it kind of almost seems, and pardon me if this comparison is too on the nose, but it's kind of like if Tonight Alive just kind of kept with the style of their first album. You know, and they didn't try to go off and do a bunch of, you know, pop, um, you know, stuff and and kind of, which was great. I I love all the Tonight Alive records. I still love it. Tonight Alive is one of my favorite pop punk bands. So Right. And then this makes sense why you're so into yours truly, because I do think that they kind of are back on that trajectory, you know, that early Mm -hmm. Tonight Alive was on. Um, I mean, obviously they have female front woman uh female front woman i guess that's redundant isn't it uh female lead singer and you know they're also on that same thing as stand atlantic although i do think that they're uh uh quite a bit different bands australian pop punk that's all that i'm saying it's it's the new version of australian metalcore where back in the 2010s every good metalcore band was coming out of australia now all the pop punk bands are taken over right everyone Um, yeah everyone just got happier how can you not be happy when you're in australia all those metalcore people were like no 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 no. it's beautiful here i mean exactly there you go plus they have an ep called afterglow so i have to like them oh true 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 i mean what a great name. It's like, I almost feel like you should use that for a song or something. <laughs> I know. It would be really great. All right, Mike. I think we did it again. Man. Man. Yours Woo. truly, number one. That's cool. I did not see that coming this week, so that's nice. I think it's good to shine some attention on a band that definitely deserves it. That's awesome. So, do you want to get into some honorable mentions? Let's do it. Give it to me. All right. So, my first honorable mention, and I really wanted to include this, I didn't really include a smaller quote-unquote band, somebody that's starting to break through in the scene. Uh, there's this band called Rogue. Uh, they are a metalcore band, kind of progressive metalcore band, I guess is a better terminology for it. Okay. Um, they're, they're putting out their first EP. At least I think it's their first EP. I didn't look super into it, but I've recently come across their singles. They're uh, very energetic while still having a lot of technical guitar aspects, and I'm very excited for that. Um, There is a new single that I heard this morning from a band called Afterlife. Okay. They are kind of new metalcore. It's a very politically charged song. I'm very happy with the sound direction that the guys are taking. Very excited for that and other people to hear that. And then... One of my favorite up-and-coming bands that I know we're going to be talking about in a couple weeks, I don't know how, but they found me, put out oh, the, yeah. uh, they put out a new single, with it, or which is the name of their new album. It's called Razzmatazz, okay. which absolutely amazing. You know I love weird uh, kind of song names and album art. It's a great smoothie at Jamba like Juice. I wouldn't even know. I've never been to a Jamba Juice. No, you don't, have, you don't have them in Michigan? We probably do, but I just, I'm not really a smoothie or juice guy. Okay. Okay. That's fine. But yeah. Do you have anything that you've uh, kind of noticed or heard that's coming out? Well, literally just before I called you, I noticed that there's a new Deftones single announced. Yeah, there has been. I haven't had my ear to the ground for Deftones stuff, but that sounds very exciting for a lot of people. 
Yeah, I'm pretty sure the new album actually drops next week, if I recall. Wow. I'd have to look at my list, but yeah, it drops pretty soon. Wow. I also would like to point out that I Googled, well, I didn't Google. I put Afterlife into Spotify to check out this Mm -hmm. band that you talked about. And I'm not even kidding you. There are, let me count, that's uh, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. Oh, God. 23 artists on Spotify called Afterlife. 23. 23. Are they the one with the blonde dude? Yes. The, okay, the I, okay they're the first the one that comes blonde up. The beautiful blonde man so named Tyler. So, okay, they're the one with the blonde dude. So if you're trying to find them, they are the first one that comes up. And there you go. Yep. Because I even had a little it, trouble right there. So, if, if it helps as well, the new single is called Wasting Time. So hopefully that'll help too. Four Year Strong did it great. I can't wait to hear their version. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's 100% not a cover. I can confirm that. <laughs> okay. Well, I guess we did it, didn't we? Let's have a quick recap, and yeah. I'll let you go, Mike, but thanks again for this. Yeah. For number five, we've got the new album Vredisvad uh, by Fintroll. Great. I love your foreign pr- pronunciations. They're always really great. I mean... I'm doing it way more than I thought we would. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you don't always say have to say all these band names and albums and song titles. Now you have to. It's a lot of pressure. Yeah, I normally just look at. I just look at it and I'm like, yeah, it's close enough. (laughs) So for number four, we've got uh, "No Good Left to Give" by Movements. Yep. On number three, we've got "The Path" by Fit for a King. On number two, we've got "2020" from Knucklepuck. And our number one, or at least my number one, is uh, Self Care by Yours Truly. Great. It's funny you look look at all these um, album titles, too. Well, 2020 is the obvious one that jumps out, you know, and I know it's, oh, like, yeah. it's like 2020 vision, you know, so that's kind of like a little yep. a cool little play on words there. But, you know, self care is also something that's, you know, really important right now this year with everything we're yep. going through. And the path, I don't know, is that the path to get on the radio? Is that what you think, Mike? I don't know, maybe with one song at least. <laughs> but uh, some great albums this week. I really hope people can spend some time this weekend listening to these uh, new oh, yeah. records. And, you know, feel free to, you know, let us know what you think of these records too, if we're doing a good job. Um, you know, Mike's on his social media. It's at Slappy Slam. Yep. And you can yep. find me at Shane Told. And yeah, hit us up, follow us, whatever. And of course, the main podcast, mm-hmm. Instagram, is at Lead Singer Syndrome. And you can even send me an email, leadsingersyndrome at gmail.com, if you're so inclined. My DMs are always open to talk about new music. There you go. Slide into the DMs. Mike loves it. Oh, yeah. (laughs) All right, Mike, we did it. Thanks a lot. We did it. Thank you, Shane. Have a good one. You too. All this new shit. Got a new whip. That's some new ice. That's some new drip. Got rid of my old trash. Got a new bitch. All this new shit. All this new shit, all this new shit, got a new will, that's some new ice, that's some new drill, got rid of my old trash, got a new bitch, all this new shit.